0: Hey everyone, we're so excited to tell you about our new membership.
1: We're creating exclusive After Dark episodes, monthly live Q&A, and discussion calls. And even some exclusive merch. See all the benefits and tiers at patreon.com slash glam polyam. This was the first time I ever had sex over FaceTime. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I just, I don't, I don't recommend it. (laughs) Look, I just, all I couldn't, get past just seeing myself in a little corner, (laughs) you know, and and I'm just like, I I can't, I can't focus, man.
0: This is Glamorous and Polyamorous.
1: A show about exploring polyamory and other forms of non-monogamy after religion.
0: I'm Kelly Smith.
1: And I'm Zavi Benjamin. Today we are talking about our first experiences. Ooh. This is going to be fun. (laughs) Hopefully. Oh, no, it's going to be fun. (laughs) And we, we have we have a special bonus but mm-hmm. you you're going to have to you're going to have to listen to it on Patreon. Ooh. So yeah, we're going to do that at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just to tease you. Anyway, yes, today we're talking about first experiences. We're talking about first dates first, I guess, because yeah. that was kind of a big deal for the both of us. I think for me I had never dated anyone outside of being a Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. So like, I had never been on a date one-on-one with somebody ever in I my know. life.
0: Yeah, because in the religion, you're not allowed to go on dates one-on-one. You yeah. always have to have a chaperone. You always have to have people or people around. You are never really left alone yeah. to just talk and go on a date with somebody. Yeah. So yeah, first dates were a whole new experience for me.
1: Let's start me with you.
0: You want to start with me? When was
1: your <laughs> first date? When? Yeah.
0: Mine and was I'm after go. COVID. <laughs> okay. And we had met on Okay Cupid.
1: Okay. And
0: we had talked a little bit first on Okay Cupid and then we had um decided to meet up and go out for pizza.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: And but it, it was interesting because he actually came to pick me up because he likes to drive which that's is new. Right. I'm like I don't know why I let the stranger just come pick me up from my house and then take me. Stranger to go. danger.
1: <laughs> now, and and that okay, so I want to pause there because I think that that's an important thing because again, I feel like mo- both of us didn't have much contact with people that we had never met before or even ever met like online over, oh, over dating apps i yeah. know
0: yeah we had never met in person before so i like, would never seen this person before Yeah. now that i think about it i'm not <laughs> i met
1: i don't understand how that happened
0: i know i guess i just trusted that that they were who they said they were
1: yeah even though now i have
0: realized that is not smart <laughs> I mean, after all the things I've seen, even after the people that I've, more people that I've talked to, it yes. just happened to be the first person that I, it was actually the first person that I matched with on OK Cupid. honestly. Yeah. And we were, were talking and it was great. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. This is amazing. We have a lot in common. <laughs> they were really cool. And we liked some of the same things, same movies, same, you know, had same interests. So I just trusted this person to come yeah. pick me up from my house yeah. and take me. <laughs> And it just happened to work out. Yeah. But I would not recommend that.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, I would recommend meeting in a public place first, obviously. <laughs> I was just like so happy to be going on a date and being out. I was like, yeah. yeah, sure. Come pick me up from my house.
1: Almost like we have to like cover our asses legally or something. <laughs> Please <laughs> no, meet in a public place. <laughs> I, would, I would tell other
0: people that. Yeah. I always meet in a public place. Yeah. I usually tell people that where I'm going to be when I meet someone that I've never right. met before. Um, and that just happened to work out, though, thankfully. <laughs> but yeah, we ended up going out for pizza. And then um, we ended up just, we had a really good, I had a really great time. So we decided to just go for a drive along the ocean, yep. along the coastline. And then we just kept driving and driving and we were talking and it had such a great time that I didn't even realize like what time it was. It was it was really late already, and then but we were having a great time, and then we ended up coming back here and just like watching some TV shows together, yeah. And it turned out really great, and we ended up dating for um, a few months afterwards, for a while, yeah. And then it turned into like a situationship, I would say. (laughs) Then I feel like uh, it just—I mean, I wanted more; they didn't. And so that's how it ended. But it was it was a great it was like my first date, my first match and everything was going really well. And it turned into kind of, you know, a really great experience for me.
1: Yeah. Million dollar question. Did you fuck on the (laughs) first date? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: That's for the after dark (laughs) episode. (laughs) Oh, my
1: gosh. (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So how was your first date experience?
1: So my first date was during COVID. And so we did a video call. As Uh, the first date? Yeah. Okay. As the first date. I think we video chatted over Instagram, I want to say. And we had a really good chat. It went on for a few hours, actually. We talked for a few hours. So it was good. And... I guess my my first like kind of actual date during covid was like kind of uneventful because again <laughs> that's all I'm saying like we were on this FaceTime call we had a really nice conversation we kept texting afterwards mm-hmm. and then afterwards I found out that she was an, an XJW Oh wow and it was like what you're an XJW and you're polyamorous too. Uh, and I'm an XJW and I'm polyamorous. And so like we instantly had a connection based on that. Yeah. And so we started talking about it a ton. Um, I had a lot of firsts with this person. I feel. That's cool. Uh, this was the first time I ever had sex over FaceTime. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, I don't, I don't recommend it. <laughs> Look, I just, I, all I couldn't, Get past just seeing myself in a little corner, <laughs> you know, and and I'm just like I, I can't con- I can't focus, man. I can't do this right now. And so anyway, I had a lot of firsts with this relationship. It was great, yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, there were things that like were also kind of embarrassing in a a funny story, kind of way. So that yeah. that worked out. Um, but yeah, we ended up dating for like. I think 6 to 8 months. Mm. And I am very very grateful for that relationship. I yeah. think that it taught me a lot of things. It was my first relationship as a polyamorous person, I guess. And so I think that there were there were things that I needed to deconstruct. Out of it, I needed to deconstruct like some of our entanglement, some of our like codependency yeah. that came out because of the relationship that I kind of realized. And there were also other just insecurities about myself that I realized too. You know, she was actively dating as well and mm-hmm. like having fun with people. And that was kind of the first time that I was like, oh man. This person is like with multiple other people. And yeah. how did that actually feel? And it was like, not actually that bad after I, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, it after caused you to
0: like examine your yeah. feelings and how you felt about yeah. things. It
1: wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. So it, it was a great experience. That's good. Really great experience for me.
0: Yeah. That's awesome.
1: I, so I kind of want to rename this section. Okay. Because I feel like it's more like, our first experience in the non-monogamy scene
0: Oh, in general. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree with that. Okay. Uh Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so next up we're going to talk about our first experience kind of in the non-monogamy scene when we first started out. This was in 2019, right?
0: Yeah, it was before it was pre-pandemic. Yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, so in 2019, I tell you, Oh my God, Kel! I found this party on Eventbrite.
0: <laughs> I was wondering where did you find it? It was on Eventbrite. Okay. We should
1: totally go to this thing. <laughs> I think it was it was uh, July Fourth themed.
0: Oh yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> and and from the from the party description, I remember thinking. This party is going to be fucking amazing. (laughs) Didn't you? Don't you think?
0: I was hesitant. I was nervous. I was like, what's it going to be like? But the description sounded amazing.
1: The the description talked about free flowing alcohol. Yeah. The description talked about strippers.
0: Demonstrations.
1: Yes. Yes. Demonstrations. I mean, the whole gamut of things.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Wah, wah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Was it that in person?
0: No, not no. at
1: all. No. And honestly, don't you think, like, had had either of us judged what it was like just based on that party, I'm not sure that we'd still be non-monogamous, honestly.
0: Yeah. Right? That's true. Because
1: I feel like, overall, that was kind of a bummer of an experience.
0: It was. It, it was eye-opening, I would say. Yeah. But yet, it was it was something that we had to experience kind of just to get our feet wet (laughs) yeah, and to know what, what, okay. What is the scene like? But also I feel like there are different scenes. It's just goes on what you, if you read the description, well, (laughs) but I mean, I get some people try to like hype up their parties and want more people to come. And I understand that.
1: I mean, yes, but like, don't tell people that there will be a bartender, okay? I know, and, and free-flowing alcohol. Right, and, and then there's like you get there just there's some, some dude behind, <laughs> you know, a table.
0: And you were supposed, and, and there was like a couple of choices, but that was it. And then it ran out so quickly. It ran out So very there was quickly. nothing.
1: The tickets were also quite expensive. Yeah. I think it Yeah, and uh, I think that
0: was the main concern because we had paid all this money. We thought there was going to be something to drink there. Right. It, they didn't even have water. Yeah, it was so weird.
1: That is wild.
0: Like, what were we supposed to? What was everyone supposed to be drinking? Yeah. But anyways, yeah, we didn't really describe what happened when we got to this place. It was a local place. Here it was in, almost too local. It right? was very close. Do you remember? Do you yeah. remember?
1: I remember going there and being like. I really hope I don't know anybody. <laughs> I
0: know, and we because thought we would this find is, somebody. This is
1: kind <laughs> of like a neighborhood that I know. You know,
0: yeah. I th- I totally thought we would maybe possibly run into somebody that we knew at that house. <laughs> yeah. because it was so close. But it was a big house. Yeah, um, there was multiple rooms in there. It was a big living room, but yeah. it was like someone's house that you just go into. Yeah, they had a big open area that everyone was kind of just around. Um, This one happened to be kind of, not from the description, but it turned out to be, I would say, more of a swinger party. Yeah. Because it didn't say that specifically, but it it was a swinger party. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was a bunch of couples looking for other couples to hook up with. Right. And then when we got there, it was an older crowd, (laughs) I would say.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Why do you say that with, like, so much hesitation? Well,
0: because it's like, I get that I am going to be part of the older crowd soon.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh, is that so?
0: <laughs> and I don't want to be an ageist. <laughs> okay. But I feel like there was a lot of um, people that were past, um, how do I put that nicely? <laughs> there was a lot of older people there. Yeah. That were just like more swingers looking to have just like a random hookup. And okay. that really wasn't my
1: scene. Look, I would just like to uh, publicly say I disagree with her <laughs> vehemently, okay? <laughs> I I am all about love, okay? And uh, I, I don't I... have an age cap, all right? <laughs> so... Oh,
0: I do. I know. I know. And I get that. But yeah, like I, I can't. I wouldn't be. say, I,
1: I guess I wouldn't say that the problem of that party was the age necessarily. No, no, no. There was I wouldn't other say things. That.
0: Yeah. It was just one of the things that yeah. I happened to notice. Like, oh, I don't see anyone that's really our age around here, except for maybe one couple or two. And that was a thing that was weird because I'm like, oh, I expected some people to be our age right but then when i got there i was like oh okay no they're quite a few years older than i am here yeah and so i didn't really have a lot of things in common with a lot of the people so it was kind of hard to talk to them but yeah we got there it was an opening circle
1: well and also sometimes the people that are your age are skinny assholes (laughs) i should say so yeah. anyway, uh, do you remember also that there was like porn playing in oh, the living yeah. room randomly so random. when we got there? And it was like, there were hors d'oeuvres on the island. So we were serving ourselves hors d'oeuvres. Yeah. And then I would say hors d'oeuvres, like appetizers or whatever. It the fuck was up just... on gong. <laughs> and then and then like you look at the TV and there's just like full on porn going on. It's like, all right, eat my <laughs> chips.
0: <laughs> chips with my chips. <laughs> Yeah, and then they had everyone, they did have a stripper come in.
1: Yes. And. He was great. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Uh, Quite a package (laughs) that he was flinging around. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then they had an opening circle, but it was kind of just everyone uh, said their name were kind of what their level of experience was, but in that. In that instance, it was kind of like, oh, I've been in the lifestyle for this many of years. That's what they would say.
1: A very lazy opening circle, in my opinion. Yeah. Not one that actually, like, gets people talking to each other or right. even connecting No, in any it was way. just
0: kind of like, this is how long I've been doing this on the side, <laughs> you know, yeah. whether in hiding or out, out in the open about it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, and then it was just kind of like, you watch this demonstration and then it was time to everyone just do whatever they wanted. And people were going into different bedrooms, but... It was kind of like, I didn't know what to do.
1: Yeah. It Again, it was our first party. Yeah. It was the first ever thing that we went to. Yeah. I mean, did you want to talk about some of the other experiences that you had as well?
0: Mm, I I don't really want to talk about that. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it, there was a lot of um, people there that were kind of pushy and okay. that it made me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And so after going to that, I was like, oh, I don't know if I can actually would want to go to another one of these because I didn't have that great of an experience at it. Yeah. But I'm glad that I didn't allow that experience to hinder me from going to other parties because it was just one time, one experience at this person's house that, you know, ha- things happened and and we left.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a line that I love from a documentary that I watched. That, uh, this, this guy was like, I'm a trisexual. I try anything three times. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, I think that there is some merit to that because I feel like, yeah, I think had I judged this whole kind of scene just based on that party, I'm not sure I would have come back. I I'm not sure I would have come back because I agree with you. There were some pushy people. I also felt like there were some creepy guys there.
0: There's creepy guys, there's creepy women. There were creepy there were women.
1: Both. Dang. And that's they didn't so really talk
0: about consent at that party. And yeah. that was something that was big for me. They yep. didn't go over consent. They said, oh, they they brush on it, like, oh, you know, like make sure like to talk about, it. but I don't even remember them even saying like Usually at parties they say yes is a yes, maybe is a no, no is a no. Right. They always say that at parties, but yeah. at this one I didn't seem they didn't seem to understand it, or if someone was not interested they were very pushy and wanted to, and I, and that didn't sit well with me. But, but
1: again, it was one of those situations where you don't even know what to ex or what what you're supposed to expect from a good play party yeah, because it's your first one. <laughs> I know.
0: Right? Yeah. And yeah. so
1: I think we knew none of those things. Yeah. We're just like, what is this experience like? And yeah, yeah I would say after it, I mean, after it, you kind of didn't want to go to parties for a while, huh? Yeah, no. And so I kind of explored on my own for a little bit after then.
0: Yeah. It kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth afterwards. Yeah. And so I feel like I didn't go to a lot of parties after that. But then I decided, then actually, I think the next party wasn't until 2021. Like after the pandemic, then that's when I went to another party again. Like I didn't go for a while.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dang. All right. Next up is our first relationship. Do you want to go first on this one?
0: (laughs) I feel like I haven't had a lot of quote unquote relationships. I feel like I have dated a lot of people but i haven't had something that was like continuously lasting or lasted more than a a few months i feel like i was able to find somebody that i wanted to date and wanted to enter into a relationship with seriously after getting to them, them and it all kind of happened really fast um, it was like about a month after we met <laughs> and we were talking every day and then we decided to be boyfriend and girlfriend and it just has gone on from there and it's been really great. And and it was after I had already like dated a few people. So I kind of knew what I was looking for mm. and what I wasn't. Yeah. So I kind of just like fell into my, pla- into my lap <laughs> and it's been really good so far. I mean, there's been bumps along the way, but it's been fun.
1: What do you feel like you've learned about yourself from the relationship?
0: From this relationship? I feel like I have learned sort of the things that I want from somebody. And what I was, before I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I'll date this person and this person. (laughs) I'm like, oh, they're super nice. I want to, you know, get to know them better. And I would give more people... Um, I would try more things, I guess. I don't know how to explain that, but I was open to more th- things. And now yeah, I've decided... Wh- what do you
1: mean by that though?
0: I guess I, I felt like I would more date people because they were nice to me or they were nice. Mm. And now I've been a little bit more picky about what actually uh, I want and looking for and who I date.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. And... and- but I would say that that pickiness only comes from that experience of like dating people and seeing, oh, I don't really like this. Yeah, you know, totally. This doesn't work for me. Things like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: It sounds you You at the beginning, you sounded like uh, you felt bad about not having a ton of experience. Do you want to, you know, say anything to that?
0: I don't know. I feel like at the beginning when I started dating other people, it was kind of like I was having a hard time finding people that I wanted to date and that wanted to date me back. It just wasn't clicking. I wasn't finding the right people. Yeah, And it wasn't like mashing well, matching up on our personality types. Yeah, That's all I meant by that.
1: I I would agree with that. We kind of touched on this last episode, but... It is so hard to find a polyamorous relationship, whether you are, you know, wanting to find a throuple or something else, because, again, there aren't a ton of polyamorous people necessarily. Right. Uh, if if you're not in a huge metro. But I think also um, it is difficult to it is always difficult to find people that you mesh with and and that work yeah. with you <laughs> yeah. over time. So, Yeah.
0: What about you? What was your first relationship?
1: My first relationship was with this person that I found during Covid that I talked about earlier uh during the first date. we ended up actually being in a relationship and over the next like six to eight months, she would come over to to you know like our apartment or I would go over to hers and like we bonded a lot over our kind of xjw past uh-huh. and how that had you know influenced the people that we were but i think also at around that time i was also getting really interested in politics and learning more about that and and kind of wanting to be more informed i guess on what is going on in the world mm-hmm. and that was an interest that we shared and so we would have these like really long conversations about it and we'd get high and like you know <laughs> and talk about the world and like talk about the state of the world and what we thought was going to happen mm. and it it was cool i enjoyed that i think also something that i really loved about the relationship was how good of like a sexual teacher she was, you know, <laughs> like I learned a lot of things with this person that yeah. I hadn't like realized before. And and I really appreciate that. Like she helped to homie me out. You know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had a I had a lot to learn and a lot <laughs> to learn. And I feel like, yeah, she was really kind with me and, and really helpful that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. I I really appreciate that about her.
0: So that was the first person that you considered to be your girlfriend, right? Did you guys discuss labels?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So I think this was, again, very early in my polyamory journey. I'm not sure I would have a girlfriend anymore. Oh, really? I I don't necessarily like that label anymore. I like partner much better. Um, Yeah. But yeah, we after about three months, I... I asked her, I believe, if she wanted to be my girlfriend, and she said yes. And so after that, it was like I don't know, it was so interesting because <laughs> again, I had never done this. So yeah. I it it was it was a lot of fun. And we we had a lot of fun. We had some great moments. Mm-hmm. And like I tell you, I think that I learned a lot about me and about just what other people bring out in me too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really cool.
0: Yeah, and I think the cool thing about it is that both of our relationships when they started it was more kitchen table polyamory. So it was cool that we both knew who the who the, each other were dating and we could all be friends, we could all hang out and still everything was cool. I feel yeah. like that was something that was important to me in our journey of like oh who we're also going to be dating their They know that we are part of a relationship, but yet, you know, respect that and not necessarily that it has to be part of the other relationship, but just so that we all know each other and can get along. I feel like that's important.
1: I I don't know what you mean.
0: I think, I think just like, I think it's cool that um, we practice kitchen table polyamory. So like that everybody knew each other and everyone was okay with hanging out together. If we wanted to, if we didn't, if you, you know, you guys, I did get a chance to like hang out with you and your girlfriend yeah, and we could all have dinner together, but yet you guys would have your own time. I think that was really cool.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I agree. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of glamorous and polyamorous. We would love to hear about your first experiences. What were your first experiences like, whether they're dating uh, I don't know, your first sexual encounter. What was that like, you little slut? Oh, my God. All right, anyway, <laughs> uh, let us know in the comments or uh, send us an email. Hello at glam polyam.com. Where can the people find us on the Internet, Kel?
0: You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, on YouTube, on threads, on TikTok, all at glam polyam.
1: Yeah, that's where you can find us. Also, please do not forget, if you love this show, like we know you do, please write us a review. It would be really helpful for us, right? Yeah. And if you send us an email with your review, we'll send you a sticker. So, yes, do it. <laughs> do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. If you know someone that might love our show,
0: please share it with them as that's the best way for new people to find the podcast and it would mean so much to us.
1: Thank you.